Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Joining us right now is Joan Tarshish. Uh, Joan, uh, her story came out over the weekend. We were just discussing it before we were able to get you on the phone. How are you today? Thank you for coming on the air. You're welcome. Um, you're in Florida. I'm waiting for snow. Uh, oh well, it's not no snow for us here. Are you are you feeling better today uh, that you are finally able to get this stuff off your chest, even though it's uh, of horrific incidences that probably had effect uh, many effects on your life over the years? But do you feel a lot better once you're able to talk about this? I do, I do. I feel a lot better. Excuse me. <clears throat> I feel much better now that uh, I'm able to get this off my chest and sort of let the public know the kind of man that he is that I've watched through the years accept accolades from presidents to Oprah to the Jell-O Corporation. Sure. Um, all saying that he's uh, whiter than snow when I knew he wasn't. Was it the uh, Barbara Bowman story that made you say now is the time? Uh, I know yeah. Barbara, Barbara said it was the Hannibal Burris jokes that, that gave her the confidence to come out and talk about it. No, it was definitely her story and that, um, that lit the fire. Were you aware that there were other victims? I mean, you probably there was probably something that you just assumed based on what kind of guy you knew Bill Cosby was, but did you know of any other stories before Barbara's? Um, I knew of the the class action suit, I think. Right. Um, and I was approached by the tabloids years ago. I knew a journalist who wrote for one, and I just didn't want to go that route. Did you tell anybody about your story before this week? Um, I told some friends. Um, I didn't. I didn't tell my parents. That was the big reason I was keeping it quiet. But my parents are very old now. And and, and, and it said in yeah. one thing you were you were very your parents were very proud that you had been working with Bill Cosby. So one of the things you didn't want to do, I assume, is is you know take away that great feeling of being nineteen years old and having proud parents. Correct. Correct. You know they knew I had written comedy previously, and they were proud of me for that. But this was just uh, they would be. I, I don't know how they would have felt, and I didn't want to risk it. I think they would have been devastated and the, felt as powerless as I did to do anything about it. The the first story that uh, that happened was that was in 1969 when you were just 19 years old, and mm -hmm. are you, I, I would imagine this is no I I don't want to say this is any fault to you, uh, but I would imagine 19. You're caught up in the whole. You got you got limos. You got Bill Cosby. You're being asked to do some work. And, uh, you know, if he's a little bit inappropriate, you might, you are you weighing it out and going, yeah, he's a scumbag, but this is also the, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me at the same time. Not really, because he drugged me and I woke up, I came to with him removing my clothes. And were you drugged up where you couldn't fight back? Uh, I don't yeah. know what, yeah. So you kind of know what's happening, but you're still, but you're still yeah, out I of it. I could talk. But that was about it. I was very heavily drugged. And had you been uh, sexually active before that? I know it was a different a different time, but you were relatively young. 
Um, I had boyfriends before him. Yeah. And and I thought it was a smooth move to try and tell him that you had a, a disease. I what know. Did, what did you say? I did you say it, you had VD? What did you? No, I said I had an infection, a woman infection, and that he would catch it and give it to his wife. I thought that was really cool, except what he managed to do afterwards was worse. Yeah, I would imagine so. And did and uh, did does he talk while he's doing this, or is he all quiet, Bill Cosby? He's quiet. I can't imagine him being. I, all I picture is the the, the Huxtable character, the right? Smiling, yeah. like I, it's almost creepier. I picture him in that sweater and smiling the whole time. No, he's not in the sweater and he's not smiling. And he and uh, and and after it was over, did you pass back out again? Um, no, I was coming to, and he called. In the the really tasteful thing he did was call a cab. Um, give me some money and put me in the cab. And does he, he said, say got, anything to you? Yeah, he said I've got more work to do. I'll I'll call you tomorrow. And there's and almost like the rape didn't even exist. Exactly. And and when you leave, are you confused or do you know exactly what just happened? Are you are you crying? Oh, are I you? Know, I know exactly what had just happened, and I felt horribly sick. And and I would bet uh, embarrassed, even though it really was not your fault at all. And and uh, but you know, you, you what stops you from going to the authorities at that point? Because it was Bill Cosby. Yeah, I mean, uh, you think about it. And that may sound ridiculous to some people. We're talking about 1969 and a huge celebrity and a young girl. Uh, and and it would be. I, I don't think a lot of people would necessarily no. believe you. No. Yeah. Maybe he said, she said, and I thought he has all these powerful lawyers. Um, a lot of money, and I didn't even have a lawyer. I didn't even know anybody to go to, and I just, um, at that time, you know, the guilt of the person who's been raped started creeping in. Yeah. It's like, I should have known better. I should have known he was going to do this to me, which is absurd. How could you know that? But that's kind of how I was feeling. I was feeling guilty that I had let this happen to myself. Did you have any sort of attraction to him before then, other than the fact that he was just a celebrity? No, he was funny. Yeah. And he offered me um, a job. Yeah, so basically you weren't interested in him romantically at all. You just wanted no, the work. No, no, no. Right. So uh, the question I have to ask you, which is uh, what a lot of people were saying during the break here, is why go back and, and do any work with him again after that? Because I was at my parents' house. He called. He spoke to my mother. He said that he wanted me to go out to Westbury, uh, the Westbury Music Theater, so I could hear the routines that I had written with him. Right. And uh, I, I couldn't figure out how to get out of it. He said, I'm sending a limo for her. My, my parents were thrilled. I didn't think I could suddenly say, oh, I'm sick. Yeah. Uh, I had I didn't know any way to get to get out of it. And I felt trapped. I was miserable. And when he sends you over there, uh, I, are you worried now? If I were you, I wouldn't want to drink anything that came from the Cosby camp. Well, at that point in my life, I was wrestling with uh, problems with alcohol. Okay, so you had alcohol issues in the beginning, and on top of that, you're probably dealing with it even harder because you're trying to drown out a, a horrific incident that happened in your life. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so you go over to the uh, Westbury Music Fair. And I'm, thinking, and I'm thinking this can't happen again. Yeah. 
This can't happen again. That was one time thing. This man is not going to do this again. And what happened this time? It was uh, you went in there and you were watching the show. And I got totally wasted. I couldn't even stand up. Uh, on your own or were you drugged? No. no, I was drugged. Okay. And then they Absolutely. they bring you back to the car? The chauffeur brought me back to the car. Do you think that... Was that a personal chauffeur, or was that a, like I wonder if there were other people in his camp that knew what his routine was? I'm I'm sure this guy knew. Yeah, I mean they seem to know each other. So so he brings you back. Uh, you're all nice and drugged up, like Bill Cosby likes it, and then mm -hmm. he he gets off stage and and back at it again. I don't remember anything else other than waking up the next morning in his bed. Oh wow, naked. wow! And do you see him again? Does he send you off in a cab? I, I honestly don't even remember. Wow. And did you ever see him after that incident? No. That That's was it. it. I never took a phone call. Nothing. Wow. That, well, I got to tell you, that is that is horrible to not only have gone through, but to have to have it at such a young age and have to live with this your whole life. Were you, do you drink at all anymore? Were you able to beat that? No, I've been, I've been in recovery since 1988. And do you, what did you do? Did you do a 12-step program? I did a twelve-step program. And did did this come out? Maybe not necessarily naming uh, Bill Cosby, but did the rape incident come out as maybe one of the causes or one of the things you have to discover in in those steps? No, I um, I had been drinking. I'm I'm sorry, your phone broke up. Yeah, I had been drinking and drugging before before uh, Bill Cosby. Okay, so this didn't come out. So now you see the Barbara Bowman story. You knew about the uh, the class action, and you decided to to write this story. And I would imagine that uh, nobody has contacted you from the Cosby camp, correct? No, of course not. But I mean, I, I would imagine. Like, I could tell you right now, I've never raped anybody. And if anybody were to write this story about me, I would immediately come after you with lawyers. But I don't think you'll ever see anything coming from Cosby because the more people that speak out, the more it seems like these allegations are true. Right. That's what I would think. Did I you, mean, now like, 15 people or so that have said this, that he's done this, and we don't know each other. And it's all the, the same M.O., the uh, drugging yeah. through through serving drinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you hear the NPR audio uh, that, yes, that came out? And uh, are you surprised that he wouldn't even take the time to defend himself in, in an interview in a serious fashion like that? I'm really not surprised. Now, I'm not surprised that he just handled it that way. What could he say? No, I didn't. I know I would be saying that if I didn't. If I did, right. then I would probably choose not to talk about it because I don't want to brought up in court later. Right. What do you right. What do you hope happens to, to Bill Cosby? Do you think it's too late for any legal action against him? Probably it's too late for any legal actions, but I'm just hoping that he's brought down to size. Yeah, you, I would imagine it hurts even more to see a guy who you know has raped you and others on multiple occasions uh, be lifted up, like you said, by the likes of Oprah and what other awards he's been given and doctorates he's been offered, when the truth mm -hmm. is you know he's a creepy old rapist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I have it to does. tell you. I watched him through the years get more successful and more successful, and it just ate me up inside. Have you been contacted by anybody else yet? Um, I yes. mean, like, I'm in other victims. No, I haven't been. Do you, do, you, do you think you might be? Do you think there's going to be a time where you and Barbara and a couple of people get together? I, I think that that's, that's probably what's going to be the best way of exposing him other than telling your own stories individually. 
I would like that. It would be very cathartic, I think, to um, be with a few other people. I wonder who will really be brave can. enough, media-wise, to put that together. I mean, because he's still, he's still Bill Cosby. Right, yeah. And, uh, and I wonder if anybody would be interested. In, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are interested, but I wonder if anybody would be able to get that together and get all of you in the same room. I mean, it's, it, we were pointing out earlier that when you do this job and you read these news stories, sometimes it's easy to see who the people are who are after money, and then it's easier to see who the ones are who have uh, been through these horrible experiences, and you seem to definitely be one of those people. Well, I was offered money by one of the tabloids years ago, and I turned it down. And how do they know? How do they find out that you have an association with him? Well, I was a journalist, and it was a journalist friend who told the journalist friend about it. I got you. And then they said, hey, you got a story. We can give you yeah. money for it. But you didn't want to be tied to that? Right. Well, it's, it's brave of you, but I'm glad now, at some point in your life, you're able to get it off your chest and... and uh, and maybe, you know, breathe a little easier now. I just didn't think a tabloid was really the way to go. Well, uh, I, I, think you, I think you made the smart move, and I think that uh, there will be plenty of other women now because of your bravery that seemed, that will be able to come forward. I hope so, and I hope. I don't see just because somebody is 77 them stopping this. He's a serial rapist, uh, and... Maybe this will stop other women from falling uh, under his prey, as it were. Yeah, I would not I would imagine even at 77, if he's somebody who's done this for so long and there's so many people, that I wouldn't, it would probably not slow him down now. Right. And, uh, it, it, for somebody who's worked with young people his whole life, I wonder what other horrible things we'll find out about him, uh, you know, now with more, with more stories coming out. I, I think you're a very brave woman, and I appreciate you telling your story. I'm sorry you had to go through this, but I certainly thank you for coming on the air with us today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. All right, Joan, thank you. There you go. Joan Karchus, a, uh, a woman who has worked with uh, rock bands and, and publicity all these years, who at 19 years old was raped multiple times by, uh, by Bill Cosby. What a horrible wow. life. What it, a horrible existence. And there's so many weird things in his life. Remember where he was giving uh, uh, payments to... A, a woman who had his baby or right. claimed to have been pregnant. Right. And then there don't forget the, the, the weird death of his son, Ennis. Right. Because oh, Ennis, yeah. was, Ennis left and was dating a significantly older woman, something he didn't approve of, and there was some sort of meeting that was supposed to go down. He was killed, like, on the side of the road yeah. or well, something? He, he was, I don't remember the full story, but it was some sort of uh, meeting that was supposed to happen where the woman was supposed to be with Ennis, and he was supposed to come there or something, and it turned out it was just him, and he was dead. He got, well, I'm sorry, Rob, go ahead. That's all right, he got a flat tire, and he was on the side of the road. Yeah, the woman yeah. came to meet him, and then apparently the guy came up to the car, shot Ennis while the woman was in her car behind them. Right, so she didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. I mean, she didn't have anything to do with the shooting. She wasn't uh, a victim in it. Yeah, they thought, I think the shooter thought he was uh, robbing a drug dealer because uh, what he said was that he mistaken him for a drug dealer because it was a rich, or a, a black guy in a nice car and the woman was wearing like a fur coat. So right, they assumed right, right. people were drug dealers. And again, though, just another uh, story surrounding Bill Cosby that has a lot of uh, questions that are Weird. still unanswered. Well, and... When you Galvin, when you brought up his his illegitimate daughter, that right. the woman came after him for money, and I don't know if he ever gave the mother money, but then then the daughter came after him like twenty years later. So it was like something that continued to go on for twenty five years. Yeah. Where he has to battle this illegitimate child. Is I don't know. Listen, the, the, I don't know why you don't just go if you have all of Bill Cosby's money. If you don't just go, uh, okay, I made a mistake. 
you're my daughter, and either I want you in my life or out of my life, but either way, here's some money. Yeah. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? I have all the money in the world. If I were to give you $5 million now, there you go. And just get it, and just get it out of your hair, or or say, hey, uh, I messed up, but I have a kid, and be happy you got the kid. I understand when you have nothing, and some kid shows up at the door and is like, I'm your kid, yeah. and you go, I got nothing. You want a banana? <laughs> I got nothing for you. You know what I mean? But uh, in his case, why don't just why not just helpful? It's not like his wife doesn't know. Yeah, it's not like he doesn't know that he was running around and banging broads on the side when he was younger he's he's got that reputation yeah i think it's just a matter of uh how much do you give them and then do they want more and then do they well, try to extort but then you don't and- you think better say hey i i was a young guy i was very popular i slept with a, a bunch of women and i did not know that i got this woman pregnant but now that i know i have a daughter i'm happy to know that i have another child and i attempted to give her five million dollars uh to to try and make up for the years lost and she said she no. Tried to and get then 20. you go, okay, yeah. well, she's the scumbag, and you tried to do the right thing. Right. And there's plenty of cases like that. I don't know. But anyway, uh, uh, Bill Cosby seems to be just in a, a world of hurt. I don't know I don't know why he would have bothered to go on that NPR show if he wasn't going to address it. And I think if they don't start spinning it soon to where he is going to start answering these uh, questions and allegations and come up with some sort of excuse of where this might have come from, like Galvin said, he's going to end up dead in the next year. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 